Hi, Sky here. Just a note that this episode was recorded before the murder of George Floyd by Minneapolis police. Uh, so if the tone on this episode seems inappropriate, we apologize. Um, I know I speak for Tim and Kyle as well when I say Black Lives Matter, and we stand with the protesters across the country and across the world. Uh, please go to blacklivesmatters.card with two R's. That's C-A-R-R-D uh, dot co. So blacklivesmatters.card.co. Uh, for ways you can help. Thanks. Kids, when you trespass, you think you might be opening the way to seeing <laughs> cool things uh-huh. that you're not supposed to, like yeah. the back offices of malls oh, dang. and stuff like that. But the only thing you're leading yourself into is the world of tort law. Welcome to We Should Know Better, the podcast where we hitchhike across Wikipedia like a bunch of little fact toppers. I'm your COVID budget, Kyle, and with me as always are my deferred student debts. <laughs> I'm, I'm Sky. I'm high interest, Tim. We did Very defer good. those our debts. Yeah, see? We did it. I, I do pay attention, you know, occasionally. Uh, if you've ever heard our podcast before, what happens here is these two guys are going to race from one page on Wikipedia to the other that I suggest for them. And tonight uh, we are going to start on the page for something that happened this weekend. Not, uh, not food related, but um, hiking is the page that we're going to start on. Hiking. Yeah. Hiking. Hiking. I N G. I'm actually, as I'm, as I'm saying that I'm realizing that there might be one for just hike, (laughs) but there, but it's, it's hiking is where we're starting. Walking is a hobby. Oh boy, you don't even know the half of it yet, Tim. We'll get there though. Uh, and the thing that we're going to be headed to from here is something that would make hiking well a lot easier. Uh, and that's a that's an escalator. We're going to try to get from hiking to escalator. Great. <laughs> um, for tonight's opening game, uh, we always we always run a, a game to decide who gets to go first. And for tonight's opening game, I asked you guys to prepare a short pitch for me. Either a pitch or just a name, you know, it, it's up to you. You know, extra points to, you know, to whoever puts in puts in the effort. But I asked you guys to pitch for me a a hiking trail, a new hiking trail that you're designing or, you know, that that's being put together for your your area that is uh that is meant to entice lazy people. So, uh, you know, however you want to do that, whether it's just the name of the trail, whether it's what the design is, uh, you know, hit me with your with your best options here, um, Sky or Tim. Which of you would like to take this one? Uh, I can go first. Okay. All right, Sky. What do you got? Well, it's funny you mention. <laughs> uh, I've got uh, Coal Ridge. Okay. Um, which is just <laughs> it's the escalator in a Coles <laughs> that goes from sleepwear oh. <laughs> up, up to bedding. <laughs> <laughs> and you just you you buy some nice sweatpants you ride it up you kind of look vista. over yeah and then you just like <laughs> plop down onto a bed <laughs> over the majestic appliances yeah exactly <laughs> there's a whole flock of them oh you never see them this time of year the coffee makers are just you know they're they're just no. majestic there's a bedding section at the top of the coals around here at least <laughs> that's, that's fake oh, beds uh. 
the new Instapot colors are in full bloom. <laughs> Very yeah. good. I was uh, I was initially thinking, I was wondering if one of you was going to go with the escalator route. I was like, eh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, and I, when you said that initially, I thought Cole, C-O-A-L? Yeah, I thought yes. that at first, too. That's uh, why I said it that way. I'm like, ooh. Well played, yeah. and that's, hike. Mm, yeah. <laughs> All right, Tim. Uh, how, what, do you, what do you have? So you know how people are always telling you to take a hike? Yes. Nobody ever wants to give a hike. <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> so I have the Give a Hike Trail. Okay. <laughs> it is a standard hiking trail. Uh, at the start of it is a book and a box. You sign your name in the book uh, yeah. as well as oh. give your email address. Okay. And then in the box you donate something like a bottle of water or some bug repellent or something. <laughs> when real hikers come, they uh, select a name from the book, take an offering of one of the items in the box. Yes. Take the hike. And then at the end, you get photos <laughs> and like writing of their experience. Wow. Thank you. Like, oh, hey, we saw, uh, you know, a this this wonderful crested woodpecker. Yes. The Can sunshine you leave a cardboard cut felt out so of good in our faces. The fresh air yeah. was so great. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much for the Luna Bar. <laughs> um, we felt like you were with us this entire time. Amazing. You leave a cardboard cut out of your face, like with eye yes. holes, so you can just wear it and take like <laughs> selfies. I was gonna so, say the thing that I very would good. Yeah, I I would want the capability to you know, whoever it is has to take some photos that are easy to drop your, you know, face into so that you're accurately, you know, like you're putting yourself in that height. Anything that That's would make a good, good zoom background. <laughs> very good, very good. Nice. Oh my, these are both wonderful. I I was not expecting cuz I I when I gave this to you guys I was like, okay, well, this is a this is a very dumb challenge. I don't challenge. I don't know what they're going to do with this. I was not expecting you guys to both go above and beyond on it. <laughs> uh Tim, I love this idea. I really do. But Sky incorporated the thing that I was going to have in t- in here tonight by accident. That is fair. And I think oh, wow. I have to go with that. I'm so I sorry. I thought that would ding me. I didn't actually put work <laughs> into his. <laughs> but you know what? I guess that works because, like, mine was the laziest. Well, and it was also the wordplay. <laughs> it's the thing that got me. I did like the wordplay, too. Oh, oh Cole's Ridge. Yeah. Although, yeah, Tim, I the the give a hike it program. Give a hike is very good. I want that to be a real thing. <laughs> you, they sign your name at the end of it. Like, they, yeah. The, the log book at the top of the ridge like it's like the like it's the take a penny leave a penny but of hiking you know like oh yeah if you have a hike in you you know just just leave it here (laughs) but if you need a hike you can just take it you know yeah oh my gosh it's very good uh but both of those are fantastic uh i like the images uh associated with both of those but sky i think you're our winner tonight so you will be starting us off heading off the trail so to speak uh for hiking uh, heading your way to Hiking. escalator. <laughs> yeah, I, it's a long, vigorous walk. Yep, vigorous on trails or foot pro- footpaths. We yeah. have that it says in the countryside specifically. Oh yes. Well, I guess that 
Sky, it gets more picky as the page goes on. I gotcha. one of the reasons that I chose this page is that it gets it gets real persnickety like two graphs in. Wow, it's sure the second sentence. Hiking is the preferred term in Canada and the United States. The term walking is used in these regions for shorter, particularly urban walks. Uh-huh. In the United Kingdom and the Republic of Ireland, the word walking describes all forms of walking, whether it's a walk <laughs> in the park or backpacking in the Alps. The word hiking is also often used in the UK, along with rambling, a slightly old-fashioned term. Inference. Hill walking and fell walking, which is just hiking but, but bad, doing a bad job. <laughs> A term so, mostly used for hill walking in northern England is what Oh, what did you do this weekend? Oh, I fell walked. Yeah, yep. fell walked a couple hours. The term bushwalking is endemic to Australia, if you can imagine. Yeah. Uh, having been adopted by the Sydney Bushwalkers Club in 1927. A new, in, New in New Zealand, a long, vigorous walk or hike is called tramping. Mm-hmm. It's a popular activity with numerous hiking <clears throat> organizations worldwide and studies suggest that all forms of walking have health benefits okay so get off <laughs> our backs oh yes um yeah, but if you thought good. that was if you thought that little breakdown of related uh, of the terminology was was difficult you know uh go down just go a through. little bit farther to related terms oh no uh hiking so in the u.s canada republic of ireland and the united kingdom hiking means walking outdoors on a trail or off yeah. trail for recreational purposes Day hike refers to a hike that can be completed in a single day. Yeah. However, always good to see a however in here. In the United <laughs> Kingdom, the word walking is also used as well as rambling while walking in mountainous areas. While walking in mountainous areas is called hill walking. So basically, they're saying the same thing that they said above, just different. Just yes. More, more, more detail. Listen in Northern to- Ireland, including the Lake District and Yorkshire Dales, fell walking describes hill or mountain walks, as fell is the common word for both features there. Uh, specifically, you can go down just a little bit further to the the section that says trekking. There's a trekking section. That, that... No, 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 no. Uh, one graph later. Oh, hiking sometimes involves bushwhacking. Sometimes <laughs> yeah, related and, and to then the such. next uh, next line. Trekking is the preferred word to use to describe multi-day hiking in the oh. mountainous regions of India, Pakistan, Nepal, North America, South America, Iran, and the highlands of East Africa. Hiking oh. a long-distance trail from end-to-end is also referred to as trekking and through-hiking in some places. In North America, multi-day hikes, usually with camping, are referred to as backpacking. That all checks out. Why do we have so many names for going on a walk? I just hey, want more got... things to be named Fell something, because that just sounds like the <laughs> evil version of something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want Fell walking today. Oh, yes, you know I what? Fell fish, fishing. <laughs> uh, you know so what? Devious. I had some I had some errands to run, so I went fell shopping. You know, just wanted to get it out of the way in one in one you know in one go. An old lady never saw it coming. <laughs> oh man, Thomas West, an English poet, popularized the idea of walking for pleasure in his Guide to the Lake District of 1778. Okay, before you go on, wrote, <laughs> okay, before you go on, can we just? Can we just parse that single sentence? This, an English priest, just some guy, some some priest, popularized the idea of walking for pleasure. So, according to Wikipedia here, before this man, no one was like, you know what sounds like fun? Going for a walk. No one did it. Ever. Never happened. I mean, uh, same time, 
before 1778, did people have leisure time? Well, Sky, Walking's it's interesting you bring it up. Oh no! <laughs> forget I forget I mentioned it. <laughs> Continue. So, well, what he what he said in the book he that is that he aimed to encourage the tastes of visiting the lakes by furnishing the traveler with a guide, and for that purpose, the writer here has collected and laid before him all the select stations and points of view noticed by those authors who have last made the tour of the lakes, verified by his own repeated observations. Hey, idiots! Yep. Here's where you go and look. Okay, you walk here, you look here, you enjoy yourself. As if to say, there's a wrong way to go around a place to look at the things you there. might You might miss it. <clears throat> yeah. You might miss it. Uh, uh, there's United States examples, too. Significant destinations are national parks. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, the Alps are popular in, <laughs> in Europe. <laughs> you can hike in Chile. Uh... <laughs> There's a p- picture of the Pacific Crest Trail here that looks very nice. Did you have you not gone gotten down to the bottom of the page yet? <laughs> no, nope. I know what he's talking long about. Long distance, long distance hiking is nice. <laughs> um, there's a thing about environmental impact here. Yep. Um, <laughs> there's also a child. <laughs> No, There's a cat the hole for human waste. No, Tim. I was going to get there. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's a photo of a of a of a young lady getting accosted by an elk. Actually, that doesn't that sounds I think that's forming the wrong kind of mental picture. Uh getting so getting uh Attacked. Attacked. By Attacked elk. is the word you're using. But I mean, yes. but it, it looks like the elk is banishing her. <laughs> like its its front hoof is out in a clear, clearly begone sort of matter. That really is. You're right. That elk so is the, like, get out of my forest. You are not allowed small. in here. Any- yeah. <laughs> Rhonda, you um, came in here one too many times. <laughs> I read the uh, the caption is an elk attacking a tourist in the Grand Canyon, USA. Yeah. Before I before I blew it up, I thought it said an elk attracting a tourist <laughs> in the Grand Canyon. Oh no! Okay. And I blew it up. So from so where my mind went with his legs stretched out was like, "Hello, hey, hey, can you come over here? <laughs> hey, hey, hey." Also, this girl had to be on the grass, and she should yeah, be on the grass. Clearly, the elk, and the elk like, was like, "Hey, the grass." Do you not see the sign? That little kid in the background is going to get it next. I mean, there's there's another child on the on the grass back there. Mm-hmm. That elk is going to be like, "Hey, dude." Um, I like that the the caption for this just says, "The Grand Canyon hosts millions of visitors every year and is home to a population of Rocky Mountain elk." That's it. That's that's the that's, entire description that they decided was important. Those there. two things culminated into this photo. <laughs> <laughs> oh there's hazards uh diarrhea is one yep they're very specific uh, about metals. that for some reason yeah broken bones yeah it's dangerous to go out there um crevasses crevasses <laughs> yeah is there anything else we wanted to talk about on here it's a pretty pretty good big page well if you want to go down to the the sea also if we thought there were too many uh too too many different names for this already, the different types oh. are great. 
Uh, there is specifically named oh dog yeah. hiking, glacier hiking, which I like. Isn't dog hiking is not just hiking with dogs? No, the dogs have to carry a pack as That's well. That's what it specifies. Yes, that is amazing. But llama hiking is just when llamas are there. Yes, and they don't glacier, have to have a pack. Yeah, glacier hiking. The glaciers do not carry a pack for you. I mean. Or, hang on, it says specifically, taking on a glacier with special equipment. Does that mean the glacier has special equipment? Like, it has... It is is primed to take you out. It has one... Yeah, it's a glacier, but it has a knife, is what it is. is. Uh, Nordic walking, fitness walking with poles. Oh, mm, that might... mm. Scrambling, non-technical rock climbing or mountaineering or technical hiking. So... So not so, technical mountain rock climbing. It's like a Venn diagram. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's not technical, technical rock climbing. But then there's it is technical hiking. Swim hiking, an activity which combines hiking and outdoor swimming, but Swiping. not waterfalling, which is the hiking with the purpose of finding and enjoying waterfalls. I love that it's not just finding waterfalls. You have to no. also enjoy these waterfalls. Yeah, if you don't enjoy them then it wasn't waterfalling. You have to cross that then it was just a hike. Or I mean you know, if it was a one-day hike, then it would have been a day hike. But if, it, if you went there for multiple days, it'd have to be a trek. I, or you know, Well, trekking is oh, if you're in gosh. a mountainous region within these well, specific areas the world. Well, that's where the waterfalls are, Sky. I mean... No, there's waterfalls in other places. Uh, maybe it's fell waterfalling. I don't I know. I mean, I guess if, <laughs> unless it's technical hiking, then it would be... Water, <laughs> water felling. Actually, you're, you're just taking out water at that point, though. So related activities as well. Cross-country skiing, a form of travel on skis that is equivalent to running or, or hiking in snow. Geocaching, which I, Tim, Ooh. I know you used to do a lot of. Yeah, but actually, my, I haven't so, done it in forever. Yeah. And I was walking along uh, a trail uh, a few days ago that I constantly am on. Yeah. And I look over to <laughs> a, a tree on the side. and Hello, tree. The, on the face of it, some strips of bark had fallen away, uh, and they're just sitting there, naked in the open. Was a geocache? Oh no! Um, and uh, I I tried to hide it again. Aw, that's uh, very but good. it's gone now. Oh I no! Again, and someone took it. Aww. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Well, then there was. There's. Oh, I no. don't even Keep know begging. how to. Yeah, I don't even know how to approach peak bagging. That's that's what happened. <laughs> that's what people did to me in first person shooters when I was very good. Yeah. At it. Mm-hmm. River trekking, which I'm assuming uh, a combination of trekking and climbing and sometimes swimming along a river, but it has to be in the mountains over a multi day period, I guess. Right. And then trekking. Rogue gaining, uh, a sport of long distance cross country navigation. Rogue gaining. That's what it says. That is the sport of getting your hair back. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then then one of my other favorites is is fell running. So it's it's, it's the same thing. Sounds, sounds the same like, thing as the other Sounds things. like a medical code for your insurance. <laughs> what happened? Uh fell running. <laughs> uh very good. Very good. All right, Sky. I know we've wasted a lot of time on this page, but it's a very good page. How would you like to start your trail? Well, one of my favorite, you know what one of my favorite types of writing is? Uh, is it is it the romantic movement? No. 
It's travel writing. Oh. I'm going to click on travel writing. Oh, shit. Right before that is travels with a donkey. More, more and more people undertook walking tours through the 19th century, of which the most famous is probably Robert Louis Stevenson's journey through the surveillance in France with a donkey. Recorded yeah. in his travels with a donkey, 1879. Yep. There's not going to be escalators there. I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go to travel writing. Oh, I really thought you were going to say travels with the donkey for a moment. Okay, uh, Sky is going to travel writing. Um, Tim, where would you like to go? Oh, this is tough. How are you getting? Um, would you I'm like going... to visit the first, the one of the first hiking clubs? Uh, founded in in Britain, uh, called the Sunday Tramps, I, which was founded by a person named Leslie White. I doubt that has an escalator. I'm going uh, to click on Trespass. Oh, oh, okay, all right, okay. So you want just Trespass in general? Is it just reg- Oh, there it is, Trespass. I see. Mm-hmm. Okay, Sky Travel. Wow, whoa! This page is larger than I anticipated. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a genre that encompasses outdoor literature, guidebooks, nature writing, and travel memoirs. Uh, how many people are, who do these are white guys? A lot. Oh, okay. Probably. Mm-hmm. Probably all of them. I, I mean, possibly pretty affluent white guys. Pro- probably. Okay. But at the same time, there's I I don't know. There's a guy with a donkey. <laughs> Robert Louis Stevenson is definitely, oh, the whitest of white men. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, I mean, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, mustache Oh, my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) I wasn't kidding. Okay. I don't, how do, how to describe? Um, Yeah, this mustache is luxurious. It is wider than, it is wider than this man's face is wide. The hair is combed. Oh yes, and waxed. I I guarantee it. Um, yeah, the eyes are not piercing. <laughs> They're intense. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, and uh, of course, wearing a a suit jacket and a and a tie. I'm assuming, like, yep. why? Mm, okay, sure, sure, sure. This guy so t- hiking. Yep, Kyle. Trekking. Not not all travel writing is white people. Okay. Uh, some of them actually started with Greeks. I. Mm. Mm. They're not white. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> I did not read. Early Don examples Barnes. of travel literature include Paulsonianas, Description of Greece, or Journey Through Wales, and then Description of Wales by Jared of Wales. Okay, so I. Sky, I'm with you on this, but I really want description of whales to just be like they're very large fish. Hey, here's a non-white. The couple non-whites is mm. the the travel journals of Ibn Jaber, okay, and Ibn Batuta. All right, both of whom sure. record their travels across the known world in detail. The travel genre okay. was a fairly common genre in medieval Arabic literature. Oh, that's weird because the earliest known uh the earliest known people to be into writing about their walks are oh, it was that guy in Britain in 1700. Right. It definitely it's could not weird be this person that they this, don't talk about that. Yeah, this non-white person in 1180. Definitely not him. 
Nobody figured out how to walk. We've we've established this yeah. <laughs> until a priest was like, "Hey, hey, enjoy this. Walk this path." I, t- you know, like this is where the cool lake is. Sorry. Um, da, 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 da. Oh, hey, look at this! Travel literature became popular in, during the Song Dynasty in China in nine in nine hundred AD. That's oh. even earlier. Weird. Have you guys but yeah, this Charles Darwin guy. Yeah, well, excuse me. He also me. did it. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. They start this history block with Greece a full 300 years after the earliest thing here, the earliest thing mentioned here in China. Why? Mm. Mm. Don't (laughs) Wikipedia. Wikipedia. (laughs) You know, travel journals are fun. Uh, Also called a world or a road journal. (laughs) A world journal. (laughs) Those are good times. Yeah. Um, there's slave travel narratives, oh which are important. Writing of escaped slaves on their experience under slavery and their escape from it is a type of travel literature that developed during the 18th and 19th centuries. Wow. Yeah. Um, Frederick Douglass is is. Oh yeah, famous. of course. Yes. Uh, there's fiction. Some people wanted to think about Marco Polo and how that would be for some reason. <laughs> uh, Heart of Darkness is considered one. Sure. On the road is what? Um, I guess. I guess yeah. if you squint, it is. Yeah, they're fictionalized accounts of it. Yeah, that's of traveling. Yes, I. But I guess yeah. by that extent, like if your character leaves the city or wherever they're from yeah. once, then that's like. Well, I mean, tra- I would say a lot of that is about like the actual travel. I suppose, like getting there. Yeah, that's fair. Heart of Darkness is all about getting there and then being like, Mr. Kurtz, he dead. Like, <laughs> too bad. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's travel writing. Where do we go from here? Where I indeed? don't know. Who, which one of these doofuses will talk about how Escalade? <laughs> I mean... Who, can... who of these will Andy Rooney Escalators for me? <laughs> Uh, I mean, oh, hey, they do mention uh, Thomas West's guidebook here, published in 1778. They, That's they mentioned... before escalators, though, right? Yes. No, oh, they have travel websites. Do they just have travel? Is travel listed here? It's oh like transportation. Gosh. Adventure travel. Ooh. Uh... Wait, but all travel is adventures. Oh, man. I thought I should have put, like done bridge or something. Hey, Bill Bryson's on here. Yeah, of course he is. He's a white, he's a white travel guy. I love Ooh. Bill Bryson. I was going to say, but I, I want to bring it up. I was only going to mention because I know you like that author. That's it. I do. Um, <laughs> he did not write about escalators. Are you but sure? But he might. I actually don't know. Thomas Cook Travel Book Award. Mm-hmm. Colonialism. Uh, I might click on adventure travel. That's oh, hey. not. Yeah, they named yeah. one woman on this page. There is a single woman listed. Impressive. Oh. Yeah. What she? What she do? Uh, her influential. Oh, she didn't write any travel. I'm sorry. Uh, influential study of Victorian travel writing. She did a study of Victorian travel writing. That's it. Gotcha. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Far be it for me to introduce a woman into this. Uh, I could go to Clicking travel website. 
Yeah, I was wondering. That might actually help you. <laughs> I mean, um, they do list things like uh, ac- accessibility. Yeah, that's true. But, but will they mention it on wikipedia.com? Travel websites seem wild. <laughs> Wikipedia.com. Yeah, I'll click on travel websites. All right. Uh, Tim, let's talk about uh, trespassing. So trespass is one of those pages that sounds like it could be cool. Oh, wow. When you click on it until the law people uh, take oh, wow. it over. Oh, wow. Tim is like after schooling specialing us. Hey kids, it might sound cool to trespass, <laughs> but man, when you do it, it's not nearly as cool because you Sky, go to he's, jail. He's not kidding. Uh, this page you... is absolutely sitting here in a you know like a very neat button up, telling us why uh, trespassing is bad. Kids, when you trespass, you think you might be opening the way to seeing <laughs> cool things uh-huh. that you're not supposed to like. Yeah. The back offices of malls. Oh, dang. And stuff like that. But the only thing you're leading yourself into is the world of tort law. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so, yeah, trespass is an area of criminal law or tort law broadly divided into three groups. Trespass to the person, trespass to chattels, chet- yeah, and trespass to land. Chattel. So, we know the trespass to land... Trespass yeah. to the person includes, like, uh, threats, assault, battery, wounding, and false imprisonment. Trespass to chattels. It's uh, chattel. It, it's chattels. chattel. Yeah. Chattels sounds so much more suave, though. Actually, yeah, Tim. You know what? I, I agree with you. Let's, let's do that one. Chattels. It's chattels. Yeah, let's do that. All right. Uh, chattels is just chattels. <laughs> Chattels. Uh, trespass saying that is like virtual stuff, uh, virtual property apparently, and okay. like it could potentially come into like griefing people online, like being mm. a jerk to someone's Minecraft map. Wait, seriously? <laughs> it's been talked about according to this. Oh my gosh! Um, wow. <laughs> we here though are are all here about trespass to property and the best photo on this page right now is this one of this gate in poland uh, that just has all these warnings and signs on it saying not to trespass uh and ultimately (laughs) though the space that you can crawl beneath the door has on four separate occasions the spray painted word no and an arrow pointing to the gap (laughs) Those are great. Which I assume they just add a, another one every time someone actually gets caught doing <laughs> yeah. it. Why? I mean, why not just put another plank? It would be so easy to just put another plank on the bottom of that door. Just Eventually they'll have enough nose to stop everyone, Kyle. It's, <laughs> it's inevitable. I um, just really like the, I mean, like specifically it's, it's like that thing where you're trying to get a cat to go, or you're trying to say, um, okay, cat, or I guess the, actually this one works for a dog too. Like, all right, dog, this thing is not, is the thing that you are not allowed to get onto. You cannot get on the couch. You're pointing sure. at the couch. You're not allowed to get on the couch. And the dog is like, oh, I, I, the couch. Yes, I'm going to get on the couch. Let's get on the couch. You'd... 
Like it is specifically, it's like daring you. <laughs> maybe this is like a, maybe this is a dare. Like it's, they're actually saying, oh, oh no, Tim. That's what it is. This is actually a trap. This is how they catch the trespassers because anyone who trespasses here is going to be like, obviously I'm going to go this, the way that says that I'm not allowed to go. And there's someone standing on the other side with a net. Just right, like right there. Oh, just a so net. Yeah, so they've got it like, well, no, they don't need anything bigger because they're like, oh, they're obviously going to come in right here. Like we've focused our effort is what it is. It's just, it's smarter. Yeah, they're playing smarter on this one. Um, so when it comes to trespass to land... Trespass to land involves the wrongful interference with one's possessory rights in real property. It is not necessary mm. to prove that harm was suffered to bring a claim and is instead accountable per se. While most trespasses to land are intentional, British courts have held liability holds to for trespass committed negligently. Similarly, some American courts will find liability for unintentional intrusions only where such intrusions arise under circumstances evincing negligence or involve a highly dangerous activity. So if you just don't know. Exceptions exist for entering land adjoining a road unintentionally, <laughs> such as in a car accident. <laughs> I'm so glad that when I, you know, hit the ditch and flip my car into someone's <laughs> woods that they can't charge me with trespassing. Just very, very quick trespass. <laughs> Uh, they talk about subsoil and airspace. Aside from the surface, the land includes the subsoil, airspace, and anything permanently attached to the land, such as houses. I wouldn't say they're permanently attached. <laughs> and other infrastructure. <laughs> that is likely explained by the legal maxim, quiquid plantar solo, solo city. Sure. sure. Thanks, Latin. <laughs> Tim, but the best um, Latin is in the next sentence. I'm not reading that. Oh, I'll oh translate. For whoever owns the soil, it is theirs up to heaven and down to hell. That's, oh my so wait, that's, that's the, a legal okay. term. That's the legal term. I was trying to get... Okay, yeah, in the common law... Commentaries on the laws of England articulated the common law principle, culus est solum es... Es... Uh, usque? I'm not... Ust. Uh, and culum et ad infernos. Which I... That's incredible. It, Oh my gosh. Wow. So there isn't really um they talk about airspace uh they said that um uh so you you can you do technically own the space above your house, above your land. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. only to the lower atmosphere. What? Right. Wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> yeah, sorry. How does that work? Like uh, do they just in, do you, they measure specifically to the lower atmosphere? In, in okay. United States versus Cosby et Ux. Oh, of course, someone tested this. Landowner domain was limited <laughs> to the space below 365 feet. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Justice Douglas reasoned that should it find in the landowner's favor and accept the ancient doctrine that at common law ownership of land extends to the periphery of the universe. That Every transcontinental flight would subject the operator to countless trespass <laughs> suits. <laughs> Citizens have a right to fly in the navigable airspace. Navigable airspace. Oh, so, so 30, 31 years later, an English court reached a similar conclusion. <laughs> Oy, okay. 
Oh, it's so good. I'm, I am, you know what? For a half moment, I thought, you know, I hope someone's tested this. And then I, then I realized, oh yes, obviously, obviously, clearly someone has tested this because there's definitely someone out there who's like, no, no, I own, (laughs) I own a beam of, of like airspace directly overhead into the universe, into (laughs) the cosmos. Oh, it's so good. Uh, so, not much else that's really interesting on here. A bunch of court cases and junk. Uh, I'm kind of... There's not a lot of great links here either. I yeah, there's am, a lot of broken links too, actually. I am... Or like uh, the... Yeah. I am going to kind of stay on the same road and hope to get out of the legal weeds by going to Trespasser. Trespasser? Trespasser. Ah. Okay. Trespasser. Uh, no, it's still tort law. Oh, boy. Oh, crap. Uh. Oh, crap. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Okay, I'll be able to get out of this, though. It's okay. Keep right. going. Sky Travel website. All right, you better read fast, because I don't have a lot here. Travel <laughs> website. Website dedicated to travel. So I may focus on <laughs> yes. travel reviews, tip, trip fares, or a combination of both. Over 1.5 billion people book travel per year, 70% of which is done online. So we've got tra- travel logs and blogs. We've got review websites. We've got service providers. We've got online travel agencies, fare aggregators, and meta search engines, blogs, news sites, travel and tourism guides, social travel website, and homestays. I uh, hate that comic. My favorite thing about the homestays is they list the homestay websites like Nine Flats, Airbnb, Couch Surfing, Warm Showers, Work Away, and then Woof. Which is just W-W-O-O-F. And it just looks like they're just like, I'm tired. Yeah, woof. Woof. Uh, They suddenly turned into a dog. It's great. Um, How will anyone know? They have like TripAdvisor Priceline and stuff here. I'm not sure if that's going to get me there. Yeah. I'm worried it's not. I could go to hotel because hotels have elevators and they're like escalators. If I get to elevator, maybe I get to escalator. I'm not even sure they mention elevators. I could I mean, just go to travel, which is where I was trying to go originally. <laughs> um, I don't guidebook think guide, is on here too. I don't think guidebook's going to help me. Like, okay, that's not going to tell me escalator. <laughs> Tourism is here as well, and that mm, that might lead me to something. The thing I the thing I realized after I clicked click through, I'm like, why didn't I go to mall? Like that's where my brain went with escalators. Oh yeah, <laughs> There's probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. they probably talk about about them on at malls all the time. I'm gonna click on. I'm just gonna go to travel. Oh I'm gonna reset. Gosh. See where oh, that boy. Gets. escalators okay. are a form of travel. That's yeah. accurate. <laughs> all right, Tim, trespasser. A in the law of tort, property and criminal law. Trespasser is a person who commits the act of trespassing on a property that is without the permission of the owner. Being president, on, being president, being present on <laughs> land as a trespasser, thereto creates liability in the trespasser, so long as the trespass is intentional. Da, da, da. Uh, so there's some, of course, some exceptions to this. Intent is required. For yeah. example, a person walking in a public park who trips and rolls down a hill will not be liable for <laughs> trespass just because the bottom of the hill is on private land. <laughs> Can you imagine the racket that you could set up? <laughs> you just buy you buy land at the bottom of the hill at a park. Yeah, and just sit there, just, set up. just sit there, 
filing lawsuits on people who <laughs> rolled Whoa. down it. Whoa. Uh, Whoa. Uh, physical invasion, <laughs> the trespasser need not enter the land in person. Indeed, if A and B are standing next to C's land, and A pushes B onto the land without entering himself, it is A and not B who did not <laughs> intend to enter that space who is liable for oh. the trespass to C's land. Wow. Uh, there must be some physical entry, however, causing noise, light, odors, or smoke to enter the land of another is not a trespass, but is instead a nuisance. Amazing. Yep. Um, constructive uh, trespass. There are several... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, that's fine. There are several um, uh, trespassing, no trespassing signs, um, which I'm... Mm, I, I, I have to do this only because... There are spelling mistakes on it, and it... Look, trespassers will be shot on site. Site, S-I-T-E. Yes, they will be shot on site. Mm-hmm. In that they are on the site that you are shooting them. That's, mm-hmm. that's not, where you're shooting. We're not going to drive gonna... you out somewhere. Yes. And shoot you there. That's it. We're going to shoot you here. And uh, then there's nothing behind this gate worth dying for, which I it, which is spelled correctly, but I just really like it. That's, that's great. I... I see a sign like that, and what it says to me, from the perspective of the person writing it, is that there are plenty of things we'd love to shoot someone over <laughs> behind this gate. Please let me. Be right. Yeah. Like I, I've seen that sort of sign on the entrance to a barber shop, mm, okay. and I'm like, yeah, there's like there's nothing like we're armed in here. There's nothing in here worth losing your life over right and it's like you're basically saying like you you value your till and (laughs) and you know your jar of barbicide with some combs in it over the life of another human being you know you know just casually throwing that out there Mm -hmm. uh anyway where are you going from here attractive nuisance what (laughs) So, some jurisdictions extend additional protections to children who trespass on the property of others. For example, if there is a potentially hazardous object or condition on the land that might be attractive to young children. Oh, oh. Because, you know, they love hazardous objects. I the mean, trespass that's may true. be deemed anticipated under the doctrine of attractive nuisance, such that the child may be able to succeed with an injury claim. So if, say, you have, I don't know, uh, a, a cabin in the woods made of gingerbread, let's say. Just, I mean, pulling a, something out of thin air. Yep. The, the, the kids would be able to bring a suit against you for kidnapping them and attracting them to that, to that site. Yeah, I guess so. That's, uh, that's the thing. So it wasn't the kid's fault is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Right. Anyway, These kids anyway. are dumb. It's just a... This is it's just a very niche joke. I'm sorry. Let's go on. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Tim, where are you going from here? There's not a lot of links here again, and a lot of these links again. look like they would still keep me in the realm of, of tort law. Correct. There's two Correct. here that I, I think will get me out of it, and I need to take one I, of them. I'm really excited to say can I guess which ones it which, go which right one ahead. it is? Are you gonna click wild animals, Tim? N- nope. I'm You're going to click explosives? explosives? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay. I mean, 
I, I figure I figure that explosives are slightly more adjacent to constructions of elevators than in the use of they, wild animals. In that they blow stuff up, I guess. <laughs> but sure. Okay, Sky, travel. Just just hey, the concept just of travel. travel. The movement of people between dist- dis- distant geo- geographical locations. It can be done by foot, bicycle, automobile, train, <laughs> boat, bus, airplane, <laughs> ship, or other means, with or without luggage. Wow. It can be one way or round trip. Whoa. It can also be relatively short stays between successive movements, as in the case of tourism. Uh, so the word travel uh, may originate from the old French word travail, which means work. Yes. According to Merriam-Webster, the first known use of the oh, word boy. travel was in the 14th century. Oh, it was it that guy? <laughs> that the word comes from Middle English traveling or traveling, which means to torment, labor, strive, or journey. And earlier from French world word travelier, which means to work strenuously or toil. In English, we still occasionally use the words travail, which means struggle. According to Simon <laughs> Winchester in his book, The Best Traveler's Tales, 2004, the words travel and travail both share an even more ancient root, what a Roman instrument of torture called the trepalium. In Latin, it means three stakes, as in what? to impale. The Ugh. link may reflect the extreme difficulty of travel in ancient times. That seems a little intense. Hey, yeah. hey, you know, I, I feel like this is a meta thing because that was a long way to go for that line there, Wikipedia editor. Mm-hmm. Yep. The history of travel. Travel <laughs> dates down, back to Wikipedia. antiquity. <laughs> travel dates back to antiquity when wealthy Greeks and Romans oh would travel gosh. for leisure in their <laughs> summer homes to... and villas. I'm, I'm stopping this. Such as... Imagine, like, what about the travel where, like, the first humans had to travel? Like, or... traveling across the, the, the strait of whatever. What's I... it called? Uh... Into, into North America. Uh, like, the Bering, I... Bering Strait. Like, nope. But all but them. Or, then there's Christopher Columbus. He also did a thing. Did wait? Hold on a second. I just uh, okay. Sorry, I'm sorry. I just yep. Mm, did it's they rough. not even mention the Silk Road here? No. What? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Talk about traveling safety. Um, deaths per per billion. Uh, in journeys by bus is 4.3 by motorcycle it's 1640 <laughs> um bicycle it's 170 not great no um so here's the thing uh-huh i need to get to escalator you do um there in the sea also there's transport Ooh. can i click transport or I'm going to leave it up to Tim. Do I need to go to human power transport? <laughs> <laughs> well, why would you give him that option now? Because... I had I had to be fair. Like, I could probably get to transport through human power transport. Tim, um, I kind of want to see human power transport. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I kind of did, too. Human power transport. Okay. <laughs> okay. There we go. All Great, right. There's a, there's a Sherpa here. Love it. All right. Great. Go ahead. Good. Good, good, good. <laughs> Uh, why do we do the show again? <laughs> okay, uh, all right. Um, uh, explosive. There's a cool. There's a cool video at the top of this page of a scientist okay. uh, exploding some powders on marble. 
with okay. like a with a with a lit stick. It's neat. Okay. Some of them just make a big noise. Some of them flash. <laughs> he lights the last one up on his hand. It's it's probably the stuff that like stage magicians use for like flames. Mm. It's really okay. neat. If you want to watch that. Um, an explosive is a reactive substance that contains a great amount of potential energy that can produce an explosion if released suddenly, usually accompanied by the production of light, heat, sound, and pressure. So, you know, fun stuff. Yeah, some of the best things. Yep. Um, in contrast, <laughs> some materials may are merely combustible or flammable if they burn without exploding. Oh, come on! <laughs> what? I think that's a good thing to note. I, I guess you're right. Just because, yes, like, I like a fire in itself is not an explosion. That's true. That, mm, wow. It just feels, to me, a, a layperson, that feels very hair-splitting. But also, Uh-oh. yes, you're right. That's Uh-oh. very Uh-oh. Next line. Uh-oh. The distinction, however, is not razor sharp. <laughs> Certain oh. materials, See? dusts, powders, gases, or volatile organic liquids, <laughs> may be simply combustible or flammable, under ordinary conditions, but become explosive in specific situations or forms, such as See? dispersed airborne clouds or confinement or sudden release. Oh, yeah, like flour, or is it sand that that explodes when it's uh, in, when it's uh, 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 I think like it's flour. in the air. Yeah. yeah. Um, of course, uh, starting history with gunpowder. Oh my gosh! Finally. Yeah. At its root, the During... history of chemical explosives lies in the history of gunpowder. During the Tang Dynasty. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. Which which the Greeks wrote about. Oh my gosh. And... Next paragraph. <laughs> Though early thermal weapons such as Greek oh, fire so... have existed I'm... since uh... ancient times, <laughs> the first widely used explosive in warfare and mining was black powder, invented in 9th century in China. Wow. <laughs> Why is Wikipedia like this? I don't know. Is it just that they're that racist? Is that what it is? Um, <sighs> let's see here. Welding, sure. Uh, they don't talk about like. So they the the um the map here the the outline has areas for military, civilian, and safety uses, but now those are all on separate pages. So explosive weapon for military, explosives engineering for civilian, and explosive safety for safety. Which is kind of weird. I would just imagine that they would be on this page. Mm, yeah. Do, do, do Exotic. In addition to chemical explosives, there are a number of more exotic explosive materials on exotic methods of causing explosions. <laughs> Examples include nuclear explosives and abruptly heating oh, a substance oh. to a plasma state. With a high-intensity laser or electric arc. Ooh. Laser and arc heating are used in laser detonators, exploding bridge wire detonators, and exploding foil initiators. Where a shockwave and then detonation in conventional chemical explosive material is created by laser or electric arc heating. So I guess you could just shoot something with a laser and then it explodes. Uh, That's which what it is, sounds like, yeah. I think what every scientist has always just wanted to do, like... Yeah. That's why you enter in science. To be able to make something explode with a laser. I I th- I agree with you. I mean, that's what I would do. I was I was hoping there'd be big sections on like construction and buildings and such. I'm honestly a little surprised that there aren't. Right. 
Uh, they do mention dynamite, which is used, and you know, mm-hmm. like we know that that specifically is. Yeah, they mentioned Nobel too. Um, oh, really? Wow. I might go to Nobel because he was a little bit more involved with things, and he probably used an escalator. Yeah, he probably really liked escalators. I'm <laughs> um, just checking some other things here. We'll crit. We'll real quick. Uh, low explosives are normally employed as repellents. Included in this group are petroleum products such as propane and gasoline, gunpowder, oh. and light pyrotechnics such as flares and fireworks. Tim, okay. gasoline powers motors. I mean, that... yeah. But I'm I'm assuming I would just get a bunch of like. <laughs> here's here's all the here's all the molecules <laughs> and gas. I'm like, oh great, thanks. <laughs> thanks, That's science. Fair. President Truman's in here. Wow. Also, uh, the may Explosives have used a... Act of 1917 was signed okay. on October 6, 1917, went into effect. The legal summary is an act to prohibit the manufacturer, distribution, storage, use, and possession in time of war of explosives, providing regulations oh. for safe manufacture, distribution, storage, use, and possession of the same, and for other purposes. So this is the first federal regulation of licensing explosive purchases. It was deactivated after World War II, World War One ended, reactivated for World War Two, and then re-deactivated afterward. I I specifically really like this one bit here about green explosives. Uh, green explosives seek to reduce environment and health impacts. An example of such is the lead-free primary explosive copper uh, nit- nitrotetrazolate. Sure, an alternative to lead. Azide, uh, one variety of a green explosive is, is CDP explosives, whose synthesis does not involve any toxic ingredients, consumes carbon dioxide while detonating, and does not release any nitric oxides into the atmosphere when used. Nice. So that sounds like a fake thing, but that's <laughs> that's pretty neat. That sounds like a thing that they'd have in a sci-fi movie of being like, oh yeah, it you know it, it eats carbon dioxide, it, you know. Yes, that yes. Yep. Anyway, so Tim, where are you going? I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Alfred Nobel and just hope wow. I get lucky okay. with something interesting. Yeah, sounds good to me. Hey, Sky, tell us about human powered transport. The transport of persons or goods using human muscle power, like animal powered transport. Human mm. powered transport has existed since time immemorial. Oh, in a really? form of walking, running, and swimming. Modern technology has allowed machines to enhance human power. Mm. Although modern motorization has increased speed and load capacity, many forms of human power transport remain popular for reasons of lower cost, leisure, physical exercise, and environmentalism. Human power transport is sometimes the only type available, especially in underdeveloped or in, or in accessible re- regions. Um, they have modes of, of human power transport, non-vehicular. There's crawling. Uh, parentheses human uh walking Whoa. walking Wait, bus what is walking bus hold on okay that's a very like my t-shirt that my t-shirt that says crawling human is in, is causing a lot of questions that my t-shirt should be answering uh what what is okay. walking bus is it just a bunch of people walk is it a conga line i don't know oh Oh, it's, okay. Uh, yes, it is a conga line. It's the thing specifically that, uh, like, you'll see kids, uh, like, 
schools will use. Like, all the kids have to hold on to a rope and they just go, like, they're leading them from place to place. Why is that specified? Because it's a bus? Act, okay. or it's like kids acting like it's a bus? I don't know. Running, sprinting, swimming, climbing and mountaineering, ice skating, roller skating, and inline skating, cross-country skiing. Now, here's the thing. Oh, boy. Ice skating, roller skating, inline skating, and cross-country right. skiing are all non-vehic- non- non-vehicular. Right, right, right. Skateboarding, however, <laughs> is, is a human-powered vehicle or an what? HPV, specifically a land vehicle. You've got to be kidding me. Because they're not attached to the person. All right? So skateboards are propelled by pushing one foot riding on board, one foot pushing on ground, or by gravity. So here's the thing. Oh, my. Well, one thing real quick about that is I realized how important the foot on the board is. So I was like, <laughs> well, it's the foot that's that's pushing the ground that's the part propelled. But no, you also need to have a foot on the skateboard to be propelling it. Yeah, otherwise you're just running. But, gentlemen, where does snowboarding fall into this? It's not oh. mentioned here. Hmm. It's mentioned under snow and ice but is it vehicular or is it is it non-vehicular at first i thought non-vehicular because it's attached yeah, to you i was going to say that's the by the guidelines you've already set up it's it's non-vehicular but but obviously obviously you use gravity you're not using yourself to propel you most most of the time but almost you're ever also, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you're now, also using gravity all that. the time yeah, well, skateboards do that, exactly. And, like, if you're going downhill on an inline sta- skate, like, yeah. you're still, you're using gravity. Yes. And, and you D- can, like, you can, like, propel yourself. You know, you can do the same thing on a on a snowboard that you can do as cross-country skis. It'll just be worse. <laughs> so I don't know where I fall, is <laughs> what I'm saying. It'll just Snowboarding be less... is kind of a mystery, and I kind of see, like, why they just didn't do it on here. They're just, we're not going to address it. Maybe nobody will notice uh, <laughs> because they probably argued about it forever. Oh, my gosh. Uh, if I knew how to Wikipedia better, I'd go into, like, the changes and see if it used to be mentioned here. Uh, but they also talk about, like, aircraft here. There's helicopters that are human-powered. Oh, my gosh. Um, there's watercraft. Um, submarines. Uh, no. People, yeah, they do a lot. That's a terrible idea. Please don't. Yeah. But what I'm going to click on is uh, just transport. Are you? <clears throat> I'm just going to click transport. I just Why need... are we? Did I do this? Did I make this wrong? <laughs> I don't know. I just need. I just need regular transport, not human transport. Okay. Tim Alfred Nobel. Did he go up an escalator? Yes. No. No. Ah. Never. He was. He was. He was uh, escalator phobic. Oh, no. Uh, Swedish chemist, engineer, inventor, businessman, and philanthropist, the original Tony Stark. Kind of, yeah. Uh, He held 355 different patents, dynamite being the most famous. The loudest, at least. The synthetic element Nobelium was named after him. He owned Bofors. (laughs) (laughs) Bofor what? (laughs) (laughs) No. B-O-F-O-R-S. Thank you, Tim. (laughs) Um, I'm glad we all paused there. Thank you. Manufacturer is what it is. Um, 
So just keep going. I'm sorry. Have you ever wondered why he established the Nobel Prize? No. So. Oh yes, yes I did. Why? So his his brother died in 1888, right? Okay. Uh. While visiting uh, uh, Cannes in France. Is that how you pronounce it? Ken? C-A-N-N-E-S? Yeah, that, 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 that's fine. I'm not a film dude. I don't, I don't say it a lot. So, But a French <laughs> newspaper was like, oh, no, Nobel died. That must have been Alfred. We're going to yeah, publish an obituary for Alfred Nobel. <laughs> and uh, the obituary stated... Le Marchand de la Mort est mort. Oh my god. The merchant of death is dead. Wow. <laughs> and went on to say, Dr. Alfred Nobel, who became rich by finding ways to kill more people faster than ever before, died yesterday. Oh. So he had a Scrooge moment. Yeah, he got to read that. And he's like, oh, snap. I did invent <laughs> things that, that kill people. I don't really, you know... I guess, I that's, I guess that's on me, dudes. I feel like I'm doing drunk history and I haven't had a drop of alcohol. <laughs> um, he's like, well, you know what? I got to think about my legacy. So let's, let's, give money, let's give my money to people because I don't have a wife or kids. It's just me. Right. right let's right, let's right. give all this, this fat stacks of cash to people who are doing good <laughs> things in the future. Uh, so they did. And now that's why we have the Nobel Prizes for physical science, wow. chemistry, medical science, or physiology, literary work, and uh, peace. So, like, what we're arguing there is that if not for a an editor's error, we would not have the Nobel Prize. Potentially. Or, that seems to be the argument. And, and slash or this guy would never probably have figured out that he ne- needed better PR. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Anyway. Um, so, uh, Nobel gained proficiency in Swedish, French, Russian, English, German, and Italian. Wow. He also developed sufficient literary skill to write poetry in English. His nemesis is a prose <laughs> tragedy in four acts about Beatrice Sensi. It was printed while he was dying, but the entire stock was destroyed immediately after his death except for three copies. Being regarded as scandalous and blasphemous. Oh my gosh. What? That's why you need good PR, so people... (laughs) Wow. Mm. Dang. Um, So Beatrice Sensi, I don't know much about her. But apparently writing about her was scandalous. So... mm. But hey, if you're dying, who cares? I'm going to write this. Um, So, uh, (laughs) escalators, right. Um, right, escalators is the thing that you're trying to get to. Still, uh, let's see here. Um, torpedoes, yeah, are a form of escalation. Um, wow, bam! Dang it, Tim. Uh, by the way, I want to step back and say when you were trying to ask whether or not you, the, if that was the correct way to name that French city, I I should have said the correct re- joke. Uh, would have been yes you can uh, sorry continue um torpedo yeah i suppose very good maybe uh, uh i feel sick doing this i'm gonna go to patents what 
Like, okay. What else is there? Yeah. Dyna- I mean, dynamite, maybe, but. Yeah, no, I, I I follow your line. Ain't nothing else. You've sent us to die. <laughs> you sent us into a walk into the wilderness. I did not think this was this hard. <laughs> Don't worry, I got you, fam. Oh. oh, boy. The secret gentleman. Travel is people doing a thing. What? Transport is people being moved. <laughs> and Whoa. that's what Escalator do. Okay, that's where yeah. I'm at. I'm at transport. It's the movement of humans, animals, and goods from one location to another. Travel is like the people doing it, and that was the wrong focus. What we needed mm. to get to is transport, you moving these, moving these jerks from move one place to another. Yeah, yeah. Let's move these people. Yeah, they got roads, they got railways, they got airways, they got waterways, they got canals, they got pipelines and terminals such as airports and railway stations and bus stations and warehouses and trucking terminals and refueling depots including fueling docks and fuel stations and seaports. Terminals may be used for both interchange of passengers and cargo and for maintenance. Uh, Vehicles traveling on these networks may include automobiles, bicycles, buses, trains, trucks, helicopters, aircraft, spacecraft, and aircraft. Putting putting aircraft (laughs) before spacecraft is a little weird. <laughs> That's what they did. I suppose, yeah. Uh, history. Humans' oh, first meet of transport involved walking, running, and swimming. I guess that's a, that's an improvement. The right? domesticating of animals and <laughs> brought just new ways of sitting on these animals. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the domestication of animals is like, <laughs> and we sat on animals and made them do it. You know what? These things are bigger than us. I bet we can get it to pull this thing. I bet, I bet it'll pull this thing. Um, the first forms of road transport involved animals such as horses, turns out, or oxen. Oh, jeez. There's mechanical transport. There's modes, human-powered. We already talked about it. Animal-powered, touched on it. Air, right, right. too high for an escalator. Land, <laughs> yep, getting close. Rail, mm. Nope, give me, give me, uh, I like your, <laughs> your attitude, but like, give me, give me less, <laughs> less horizontal. Uh, road, still too horizontal. Nope, don't want it. Water, nope. Wrong Maybe. way, yeah. Hey, do you got some locks for me? Cause that's the closest you're gonna get. <laughs> Other modes. Pipeline transport? Nah, still need people. What about, uh, what about cable transport? Ah, it's broad though, right? What, a lot of cables, not with escalators. No, wait, no. It's most commonly used as at a steep gradient. Typical solutions for these steep gradients include aerial tramways, elevators, escalator, and ski lifts. Congratulations, Scott. Some of these are also categorized as conveyor transport. Incredible. I'm clicking on escalator. <laughs> Congratulations. Holy cow. Well, Tim. Tim, do you want to say anything about patents? Uh, no. Okay. That's. Are there at least any interesting ones that you, you know, like? Um, so they, they, ha- they show a picture of an ejector seat. Oh, wow. Okay. Um. The plate of the Martin ejector seat of a military aircraft stating that the product is covered by multiple patents in the UK, South Africa, Canada, and pending in other jurisdictions. Whoa, oh, wow, that got, that took a turn. We're sure it's fine. <laughs> um, 
yeah, that's pretty much it. It's all more law stuff. I just fell. I was, I was buried in the muck all night. Oh, I'm happens. so yep. sorry. This was okay. I'll tell you guys about the the route that I took in a little bit. But goodness, I for some reason I thought, oh, this is all. This is going to be travel. This is going to be easy. They'll get here in a couple clicks. Wow. Anyway, escalators, you guys. Yeah. It's a moving staircase, which just sounds so magical. <laughs> uh, there's a motor-driven chain in there, though, making it happen. Yeah. It's used at department stores, shopping malls, airports, transit. I should have probably just clicked on airport. If I was just like, <laughs> knowing Wikipedia, it's probably not going to be there. Right. Uh, hotels is another one I was like, oh, maybe, but they're yep. not real. It's mostly elevators. Yep, yep. Uh, escalators have the capacity to move large numbers of people. They can be placed in the same physical space as a staircase. <laughs> If you're like playing The Sims, I guess. Yeah. They have no, they have no waiting interval except during heavy traffic. They mm. can be used to guide people toward main exits or special exhibits. They may be weatherproof for outdoor use. One of A my non-functional. Favorites... What? Go ahead. Uh, no, my favorite image on this page is the as you're saying about guiding people and kind of uh, kind of displaying where they're or directing them to where they need to go. I appreciate this image. Of they need to the go to Christ. Es- yeah. Well, <laughs> No, well, the, yeah, yes, also, but they like need to the, go escalator, meet Jesus. The, the escalators that lead up to Christ the Redeemer, uh, the Christ the Redeemer statue. I really appreciate that it also makes it look like Jesus is like, here are the escalators on this, on these sides of the, of the a platform here over. This is how you get to the escalators. Please continue walking, you know. Yeah. My favorite thing about this photo is that none of them. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. At least 30 people are in this image. Yeah. None of them are looking at the statue. <laughs> They're all looking at other things. That's true. <laughs> There's even one lady pointing like, that looks interesting. <laughs> That's a very good point. Um, <laughs> so they may be waterproof for outdoor use. Same. Uh and- <laughs> Uh, this is a great sentence that everyone always says. This is like the the high meme. Yeah. Um, a non-functional escalator can function as a normal staircase, whereas mm. many other modes of transport are useless when they break down or lose power. I would really like to see the edits on that line. I really, yeah, really. I mean, there. It's got to be billions, billions. Yep. Like just so many people. Yes. Wanting to chime in on that. <laughs> Doing that line. Yes. There's a lot of design layout configurations. Uh, there's an early escalator at Coney Island from 1909. Uh, there's a longest escalator. Uh, oh. Where is that? Is it on here? It's like I in a didn't. station. I did not see that. Longest individual escalators. Uh, the longest escalators in the world are installed in deep underground stations of the St. Petersburg Metro. Oh, Wow. Yeah, they have escalators up to 453 feet long and 226 feet high. The longest freestanding one is um in is inside CNN, CNN Center's uh atrium in Atlanta. It rises 8 stories and it's 205 feet long. Oh my gosh. Originally built as the entrance to the amusement park, the world of Sid and Marty Croft. The escalator what? is now used the... for CNN studio tours. What? Croft, like, are those the are those the brothers that do like the animal 
Their sibling duo, Sid and Marty Croft. Yeah. It seems like it. Wow. It was an entirely indoor amusement park in Atlanta. Huh. Incredible. It must have not done great. Oh, no, no. That's, shortest, not, that's not the ones that I was thinking of. The shortest example. <laughs> oh. oh. According to according to Guinness, uh, the shortest escalator in the world is the Pooch the Poochicolator in the sure. Okadaya Moore shopping mall in Kawasaki, Japan. Its vertical rise is thirty two point eight inches and has five steps. Aw, that's adorable. Yeah. That's not even a yard. I need to like look up a picture of this. And I'm wondering is it used for dogs? Is that why it's the it's got to be something later. like that, yeah. The shortest. Oh wow, there's pictures. If you so everyone can can Google <laughs> Puchicolator, which is P U C H I C A L A T O R, and you can just watch videos of people riding the world's shortest escalator. I'm just gonna Google um, world world shortest escalator. <laughs> wow, there's just a lot of people being like, "I'm about to watch the. I'm gonna about to ride the the shortest. It's so short." <laughs> also there's yeah. stairs right at the end of it or wow. am i wrong no it's I'm... a reflection no <laughs> wow it's no not... no there are stairs at the end of it yeah no there are what i don't know i don't get it either anyway um anything else on this page you want to talk about it's huge it um, is uh, yeah which again is part of the reason why i was like oh this will be easy uh, the, uh, the, um, I swear there's like 500, there's more than 500 links to this page. I promise. Sure. Um, the only thing that I, uh, the only thing I would want to mention is that they use, um, or that they share this image in here as a, like a notice for escalators. Hang on one second. Um, and this, I don't know if this is the same thing you guys do. Um, but it is impossible for me to not rest my foot on the side of the escalator. I don't know why, but I've always, it always happens that I like the edge of my foot, like pulls up against it. Huh. And I just, I, is it, it's like the same thing of like, when I'm sitting on a chair, like I always, I always like rest my foot against the leg of the chair. Oh, so you just and I wonder, if, I guess, <laughs> but I didn't even know this was a thing. And then I see this image. I was like, Oh no, apparently Apparently it's bad, and I'm one of the people that does it and doesn't realize it's bad. So anyway, this this page called me out is what I'm saying. Anyway, congratulations, Sky. Yeah, that was a that was a ride. Oh, that was a heck of a ride. Um, yeah, if, if a you ride would like... up a very long escalator. <laughs> Good. Um, if you would like to go on more rides like this, uh, or, or Dang it, dang it, I should have done take you to... Uh, anyway, uh, you could follow us on our... Or come to our, our webpage, uh, wskbcast.blogspot.com. You can check us out on social media at uh, by searching uh, for We Should Know Better on Facebook or uh, at WSKBcast on Twitter. Um, we You can also, uh, you know, head to iTunes or whatever podcast catcher you, you like to use and... Uh, and you know, if you go out there and check us out there, uh, you know, feel free to leave us a review. That'd be very cool. Um, anyway, yeah, uh, this is, I, I thought that this would be so much easier for you guys, but I, I was very glad to hear at least about some it. of these. Yeah. Well, after going through tort law, <laughs> yes, we did. 
<laughs> so sorry, Tim. It's my fault. My choices. Um, <laughs> but yes. So anyway, uh, I, you know, I'd love to stick around and talk more about this show with you guys, uh, or this episode with you guys, but I need to right away to, uh, you know, to get some other work done tonight. So I'm just going to get on this escalator here and just like, uh, I'll see you guys later. Bye. 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 There he goes. Yeah. It's a really long escalator. Hey guys. Yep. It's kind of awkward. Hey, get your foot I mean, off the side. Do we have to I'm wait? St- sorry. I'm sorry. Do we have to wait for him to? I wish you'd just walk down. Like if there's nobody on the escalator that's standing in front of you, you just walk down it, right? Yeah. It's just faster. <laughs> All right. Good night, Ben. <laughs> good night, you guys. <laughs> Um, oh, you're back. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Are we going to actually go now? Yeah. No, that was it. I said good night. I thought <laughs> I said right. good night. Good night. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
it, it's yeah, but like secret pizza. So we so Stephen had to get on a list, make a make a secret phone call, and like show up at a time and a place for the drop for this pizza. Uh, and it was it was good. It was very good. I don't know if it was like, you know, like spy pizza good, but it was good. Right. Um, it's gonna be. It's gonna. You're gonna want it to be better than it probably is. It, or like I, you're gonna want it to be. Oh yeah. Yes, yeah, very good. I would say at least you know like out of five stars, I'd go. I'd go four stars easily. It was very good, but like, <laughs> it was just such a weird experience. I I have not done a lot with like the pop up food culture, which is a thing that I don't really understand because I live in not a large city. Right. Um. But like, if this is our first like bump, you know, like like experience with it, like I don't know if I'm into it. <laughs> I just I would really honestly just like to be able to call to get the pizza, please. <laughs> just make yeah. the pizza. And maybe a place that like pizza is their thing. Yeah. You know. But it's not their thing. Like, specifically, that's not what these guys do on a daily basis. Right. Their sandwiches are extremely good, though. It's one of my favorite places to get food. Good. Yeah. It was It was just such a weird experience. Like, I, I fully was not expecting the box to not have any kind of branding on it. I, like, I was very, I was like, this is a, of course it doesn't. Of course it doesn't. Because that's how, because you would know. A discreet box there could yeah. be anything in there yeah because you would know then yeah you would know where to get the pizza if if it had branding on it but um yeah it, and we would not have known about it except for instagram like what i'm saying is they should just have it delivered to you in a huge a huge paper bag <laughs> that says porn <laughs> on the side Great. <laughs> I guess that's an option. Yeah. <laughs> Secret pizza. Oh no, it's temporarily. Closed. I just want to. I want to know what the pizza wasn't. Dot dot dot. Yeah. I just want to. I just hope that the next word is secret. <laughs> I'm very disappointed that this pizza was not secret. It was way out in the open. Oh man. Well, that's good though. That pizza sounds really good right now. Oh, I I mean, I just want all the pizza. I'm sorry. That that it. we ate we ate 3 quarters of that pizza in one night. We were both in that like, yeah, let's eat this pizza. I got pizza yesterday. I I have I had free pizza and I never knew it. Uh You guys <laughs> had secret pizza? Tim had free pizza. Yeah. Pizza Sorry, that you man. never knew it kind of well, it, you had I surprise had, pizza. I had hungry. I had hungry Howies. I've I've been I've been ordering it from work, you know, off and on for a long time, yeah. and uh, online, and I never knew there was a rewards program with it. <laughs> what? So I was oh. getting on to order it for you know last weekend, and I saw Howie rewards on there. And I'm like, oh, what's this? And I click on it. And it's like, hey, you got you've got two free medium two topping pizzas you can get. <laughs> And I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? you know? Yes, there's like two, <laughs> two like codes, <laughs> two codes for a medium two topping pizza. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Thank you, past Tim. Way to go, past Tim. And the weird thing though was like, I wanna, I wanna tip them because you know, yeah, of course, working, working yeah. this time sucks. Yeah, 
But with the free pizza, I like if you're not oh, charged you. anything, you can't yeah. tip, which stinks. Right, right. So I ordered so like you... a cup of blue cheese. Yeah, I was about to say so <laughs> for like seventy nine cents, so I could add a five dollar tip. Yeah, there you go. Good job. I'm proud of you. That, that that's, pizza that was... and blue cheese, and is... you're living yeah. your life correctly. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that was that was good puzzling there, Tim. I'm proud of you. That was very yeah. Layton, Professor Layton would be proud. Uh huh. Sky, when are you get? When are you getting surprise pizza? Well, I actually don't. What would yours be if if I had secret mm-hmm. pizza and Tim had surprise pizza? You got. Would you be? Would you, you have pizza Mike's pizza up there? Yeah, pizza that isn't that doesn't look like pizza. Mike's is that blackout pizza? I do was. have a pizza that doesn't look like pizza. I had it today. We made it. Oh no! <laughs> Unless you so okonomiyaki is a savory pancake. Oh, that's a pizza. Yeah. And it's pretty much pizza because we cut it into slices and we <laughs> ate it. So I had savory pork belly and shrimp pizza with homemade Japanese mayo. That sounds incredible. It turned out really well. Um, it's like it's a. It was actually really easy to make. It was just yeah. like ma- we've been wanting to be. Like, we should make okonomiyaki like for years. And then the the thing is, we just don't have the right cabbage. <laughs> And there's like oh. a special barbecue sauce. Isn't that always the way, Tim? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Otherwise, just don't have you the right cabbage. Just every I weekend, we needed you're the like... right flour too. But no, it's fine. You just use all-purpose flour, and you get by. So. That's why it's called all-purpose flour. It was good. Griffin enjoyed it. Good. Everything was fine. Wow, I'm really glad. It sounds yeah. like we all. So had I did. I did have. I don't pizza. know what you call it. <laughs> uh, off uh, off pizza. Well, no, you don't want off pizza. Like that's not. Oh, that's you true. You don't want pizza that's off. Yeah. Um. So, it needs to start with S. Yeah, it does. Similar. <laughs> similar pizza. Similacrum. Yeah. yeah, that was the first thing I thought of too. Tim. I I got nothing. Hang on a second. Let's let's look at thesaurus dot com to help us out with this. This is important. Oh, boy. What? Um. Okay. And I'm Sky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tim. Uh, 